Josh, I don't want to take away any time from the from the uh, the time that the Rebbe has given us. We are so filled with Hakaros Hatov that the Rebbe uh, took some some of his precious time here to share some Tirei Chizuk with us on Inyanei Chinuch. Um, I would just say, uh, and I want to also give a special thank you to Rabbi Schechter, uh, who uh, helped uh, help helped arrange it, who was helping to spread the, the Torah of the Rebbe in, in our community. Um, where Mechanchem, most of the Mechanchem deal with uh, boys in the ages from 9th through 12th grade, although there are a couple of Mechanchem also deal with kids who are younger ages. Most of us is in the high school, uh, the, the high school uh, um, uh, time. I had this chus when my, uh, my youngest son, before his Mitzvah, I brought my son to, uh, to the Rebbe for a bracha uh, before his Mitzvah, and the Rebbe said over a Torah from the Sadiger Rebbe, uh, why we say before putting on the tefillin, liyached shem yud hei bevav hei. Uh, the, the whole story. I don't want to go into all the story about it, but uh, but the, uh, the, the the young pre bar mitzvah Sadiger Rebbe uh, responded to his father, the Rishoner. Chart um, uh, the chart. Okay, the chart. I got the story wrong. I have to fix it in all the hundred places that I sent it out to. But okay, <laughs> um, but the the chart Rebbe, the Sadi, So it was. The story is the same. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. Let's hear. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought he, he, the young pre-barmitzvah said, "I have a shot." David Moishinyo. He was the first short kaveder. He was the son of the Rishon. Okay. So the getter was one of his sons, but uh, the a different one. The chart Okay. So the chart He had each one was a different rebbe. The original had six sons. Yes. Each was a different rebbe. So I, I got it on the wrong one. The Sadigera was another one of his sons. But this was said by the chart who said to his father. He said that um, that uh, everything that we do in this in olam haba, things that a person must do of olam hazadik things, all of them, um, that's achila shesia, that's a, a shena, all have a yudhe in them, and anything that we do that's an olam haba thing that we do like mitzvah, Torah, Torah kiddusha. and kedusha, all have a vavhe. So liachid shem yudhe bevavhe. He says, my kavana as a young bar mitzvah boy, my kavana that I have when I put on the tefillin is that all of my olam haba things and my olam haza things, that's as represented by the tefillin shayat and the tefillin shalrosh, they should all be for one for one purpose to serve the rabbanu shalom. And uh, I, I can only say that for the rebbe to come and share his time here, where uh, you know to, to 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 give is we know that everything that the rebbe does in his life every minute, every second is to find some way to be to be Marbikvod Shamayim and, and we really again so have great Akarsatov to the Rebbe for spending some moments with us. And maybe we could have after the Rebbe speaks for a few minutes if we have some question and answer. If we could have some of that that would be great on behalf of the Rebbe. Thank you Rebbe very much. So this is my last public engagement before leaving town. And maybe it is appropriate uh, to address Mechanchen. Many years ago, I traveled together with Rabban H. Steyman, and uh, I was asked to come along to translate and interpret uh, his title to the American public. There were very few people listening to Rabban H. that knew Yiddish, and he spoke Yiddish. So I had the schuss of accompanying him to New York, to Los Angeles, to Chicago, and to Toronto. And uh, wherever he came, he, he had a kennis with Machanchim. So uh, addressing children is one thing, but uh, discussing problems and issues regarding Chinuch with Machanchim 
is a great is a great schus, and probably as important as any other form of harabotzes Torah. So I'll be leaving shortly, but it's a pleasure for me to meet with the Chosha Vemachanchim because our greatest treasure, our children, and our future is in your hands. And above Baba Basad of Chestegamor says, Vahamaskilem Yazhiru Kizohar Harakia Umatzdike Hachovim Kichoychovim Matzdike Hachov at Matzdike Rabim Kichovim is Elam Alambitinokis. So uh, and I once had a thought, why are they kechovim? Because the sun rises and the sun sets. The kechovim are <coughs> always there. They do not rotate. But sometimes they're obvious and sometimes they're not obvious. But they're always there. And they always share their light. And that is the Moshal Nemalam Dictinoikis. So whether you are in school or whether not, when you're on your job and when not. And these kids soon will move on, but Malamda Tanakis are always there in the background, not always obvious. And what you teach these children will be with them forever. And I could remember from my childhood years, most of my Rebbeim were lousy. Because going back, 55 years, and you could almost guess how old I am, which is classified information. But going back so many years, in those days, who were the Malamdim? You know, in the post-Holocaust period, the ones that could find no jobs, the old, the nervous, the handicapped, those that, that didn't fit in elsewhere, they, they were the Malamdim, basically. But I remember with such clarity two wonderful Rebbe's, and probably, and probably who I am today, to a certain extent, is thanks to them. And throughout the years, I had the privilege of giving those two Rebbe's recognition. And many years ago, at a Nakuda convention, in the past decade, I don't participate in conventions because I dedicate my life to the purer form of Arbatsa But I remember at an Aguda convention I pointed out uh, one of those two Rebbe's, Raborach Eisenberg, and I mentioned his name. And I pointed out his, his unbelievable compassion that he instilled in the children. <coughs> and then when after my drosha and people were standing in line just to come over and share a few words and say shalom aleichem and suddenly I see that so my childhood memory was huge he was a giant and I was so small and suddenly I looked him in the eye is this you? I didn't grow that much I'm short but you know the way kids perceive their teachers in my eyes he was he was so tall and so beautiful and so I had the simcha of giving him this recognition and thousands of people were there and he was so overcome. And then I had another Rebbe in Beish, Morton Borough Park, and his name was Reb Herzl. And at a Torah Mesora convention, I pointed out his name and one of his children came over to me that, Baruch Hashem, my father is alive, he's doing well, he's no longer a Rebbe, but he would be so honored to hear that you mentioned his name. 
So what you give these children is a Kenyan Netzach, will be with them forever. So maybe in Yeshiva they'll have some better Magidashir, lesser Magidashir, but in these formative years, I think, I think it is invaluable, and the gifts you bestow on these children will be with them forever. So it's a huge responsibility and also a huge privilege. Those are Malanga Tanoikis. So I, I, I won't go into a lengthy discussion. I just want to mention one point that I stress many times, and I briefly mentioned it this Shabbos as well. We have so many challenges in this modern day and age. And children are exposed to so many problematic things, especially in a more <coughs> modern segment of our society. And technology is everywhere. And even the Hasidic community can never be confident that we that we have control over what our children are exposed to. And I'm sure this is a far greater challenge in a community like this. So how could we guarantee? We actually can guarantee, but how could we do our most to try to see to it that our children follow in our footsteps? So I once said a shmooze about a Jewish home. Every Jewish home should be and could be a Migdosh Ma'at. And usually I speak about this as Sheva Brochus. So how does, how does one build a Migdosh Ma'at? Obviously, we need to observe the base Migdash and learn from the great base Migdash to the lesser ones. So the entirety of Avodah Zakoyanim centers around three basic elements. So there was a Mezbeach Apnimi, a Mezbeach Akitzoin. But basically, they are the same. Torah indicates, symbolizes, is symbolized by the Menorah. Kiner Mitzvah the Mizbuchos both are associated with Avoida. Mizbech HaChitzen are where the Karbonos are brought. And Karbonos, Tfilos, Keneged Karbonos, Tiknum. And the Mizbech HaPnimi is Ktoides. Tiken Tfilos, Iktoides, Lopunachum, Masas, Karpe, Minchas, Oreb. So Menoida is Toira, Mizbech is Avoida, and Shulchan obviously is Gemel Eschusodom, as we learn in Brochus Lunei and Achigigach of Zion. So that is the essence of a Migdash Ma'at, every home that's dedicated to Torah, avoiding Menachem. How about the Levim? In the Bismigdash, the Levim had a role as well. And there can be no Bismigdash without Levim. So what is the manifestation of the Levim in our private domain, in our private Migdash Ma'at? So the Levim had two duties, Shoyarim and Mishoyarim. And both are relevant to every Jewish home. Yes, we need Shoyarim. So the Rambam Beis Abchira writes in Periches that the Shoyerim were L'chvoi d'abayis L'gar l'yelaroi m'amoi But Pshuto Shalmikro Pashas Koyrech The Shoyerim had a job And they were responsible Who comes in and who stays out Koyerim come in The Zar stays out The pure ones come in The Tameim stay out That was their duty Every Jewish home needs Shoyerim and we need to stand with vigilance at the Sha'orim, at the gates. So we are the gatekeepers. Who comes in? Who stays out? What comes in? And what 
we're better off leaving outside. So we do need to build walls and moats around our homes. But walls were never successful and could never guarantee who comes in. They cannot even guarantee who stays in. And where people were bent on getting out, they were always successful. Walls could be scaled. Walls could be dug under. Walls could be breached. So we need shayarim, but that is not enough. The Levian had another tafkid. They were the Mishayim. And they brought Simcha into the base of Mignosh. And in a Korban Sibar, there was song. There was song and music. And there's a Machlaikis in Eilatun, whether Iker Shira Bekriv or Iker Shira Bepeh. But the Shira was essential in the basic service of a Kodesh Baruch So avoid the Salaviyam are the Shayarim and the Mishayim. And both are needed in Jewish homes. Yes, we need Shayarim, and we need to try to do our best. We know that we cannot guarantee, but we need to try to have control over what our, what our children see and what they're exposed to. But the Shayarim is only half of the picture, and it is only 50% of what the responsibility of the Levim was. And the other half is the Mishayarim. And I always say, a Ben Toyota needs to be the happiest person in the world. And a home, a Jewish home, needs to be the happiest home in the world. And when you're happy, it needs to be obvious. So another childhood memory. So I remember as a boy in yeshiva, and we had a mishgiach come, and he gave a shmus about Simchas HaTayla. And again and again, he stressed Simchas HaTayla. And I thought to myself, if he has a diploma and a degree about Simcha, how come he never smiles? He teaches us about Simcha, but I never saw him smile. And he always seems to be grouchy and agitated and nervous. So why does he speak to us about Simcha? When you're happy, it radiates. When you're happy, it's obvious. When you're happy, you smile. So Amenochist of Yudches, the Gemara tells the story of Rabbi Rosa ben Shemua that was sitting in the Mismanish and teaching Torah. V'tzavu ponav shal Yosef one of his Talmidim was Yosef that came from Borel. And his face radiated to Simcha. And the Rebbe was moved to tears. He was moved and he cried. Not out of pain. He cried because he was moved. And he was overwhelmed with Simcha. He cried out of joy. And he said, so my Talmidim know that whenever I hear this song, I am moved to tears because in my vision, in my mind's eyes, I, I imagine Rabbi Loza ben sitting in his yeshiva, and observing his Talmud, Yosef Abavli, and his Simcha, and he's moved to tears. Lately, every, every chasen I come and as a soul, the band starts playing Ashrechem Tomilchom. I think this leaked. I think the word got out. <laughs> so, so when, a, when Yosef Abavli enjoyed his learning, it was obvious. It was evident. And everybody saw Shetzabu Ponov. And there's another story in Brochus Davtes. 
אומר לי, אולי לרבי לא, כי אלס לא סבשור בשלמי דרב ברוינה אוכי. עוד הגודל הוא משמח במיסס. אני מנשן דס יסטרי בשלוש ודסקה. קיצור לברלו, אולי תל סבי לא, 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 אולי תל And he was smiling all day. So I was a young man in Kiryat Sanz many years ago. And one of my closest friends came across the other way. And he told me, I was looking at you and you laughed. And nobody was next to you. You looked like a fool. He tells me, so watch out. <laughs> take care. And since then, I tried to keep, take care. I tried to take care. So I don't recall what made me happy at that moment. How could I remember? It was so many years ago. But let's try to imagine. And let's try, you know, a, a, an exercise. So let's try to imagine. Walk on the street, and somebody you know dearly, a friend comes the other way, and he's, he's a beaming smile, and he seems to be so happy. And you ask him, are you the one that won the lottery yesterday? Was it the news, the $100 million? Is it you? He says, no, I'm not into it. I don't buy lottery tickets. Did you find a job? I know you were looking for a job. Did you finally find a job? He says, no, I'm still davening. I'm still hoping to find a job. So what is it that makes you so happy? I'm looking at your face and you seem so happy. And he says, oh, I davened this morning and it went well. And the Shemineso was outstanding. I think most of us will just stand there and think to ourselves, do I know a film psychologist? <laughs> and we would say, he needs help. He doesn't need help. Maybe you're the one that needs help. So why would you think that Simcha must be associated with Chayesho? Why do you think that Simcha must be derived of Baylam Hazar? He doubted, and it went just well, and he's happy. That's the story of Rav Broina. That is the spirit we need to instill in our children, and, and that is the example they need to see. They need to see parents that are more simcha. We need a mishoyerim. We need those that bring simcha into our home, simcha shoteyerim, simcha shomitzvah, and if our children would experience and see and witness that simcha, then we stand a fair chance that they would wish to follow in our footsteps. There are three bruchas in Berchus HaToyerim. How are these three brachas defined? Number one is clearly brachas of mitzvah shikidushon of the mitzvah of tzivah. The Gemara says, Mo'ule sheba brachas. Chofarav and brachas. That's asher b'chobono. That is brachas ha-shebach. What is the middle one? So Abu Darham says a chiddush. The Rambam, the beginning of brachas brachas, says there are three definitions, three criteria in brachas. Berchus HaMitzvah, Berchus HaNahana, Berchus HaShevach. Abu Dharam says four. What's the fourth category? Berchus HaTfilah. What does that mean? Most of the bruchas are just expressing thanks and gratitude. But in some bruchas we also plead and ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu to give us. <coughs> and those are the bruchas and tzoyos of the Shemayna Esra, Bekosh HaSrochem. Do you remember any other brochas that would be defined as Berchus HaTfilah? Tfilah Saderach. It's Berchus HaTfilah. 
and the middle brochem berches of What do we ask? What do we ask for? Two different things. Vaharevna venihia anachna betzetsuheinu. And the way I see it, these are not two different things, but two sides of the very same coin. It is only if we are zoicha vaharevna Hashem alokeinu as divrei terosko befinu that we really stand a fair chance. So I feel one of the greatest gifts we could <coughs> and should give our children is experiencing Simchas and Simchas HaMitzvah. And that is a huge challenge for our Mitzay Torah. I didn't plan to speak at length, but, you know, it's just uh, I'm... I'm uh, just uh, spontaneous. So years ago, one of the last times I visited my Rebbe, the Kloisim of the Rebbe, in Union City, he was ill and very, very shvach. And he was lying on the couch as I came in, and it was a total surprise to me. He asked the question, and he expected me to answer, which was very <coughs> uncommon. Usually he was the one to darshan and demand and teach. So as I came into his room, he asked me, and he said, interesting, didn't speak English, but if I tell you Yiddish, probably you won't understand. So he said, one Pesach says, Eretz Zavas Cholav Edvash, Cholav before Edvash. So why does the Pesach in Shira Shidim say, Edvash v'cholav tachas nishrei nech, Edvash before Cholav. I responded by saying, Tell me, Dechuanan, the Memechuan Shaisim, like the Gemara teaches us. And he said, No, do you want to hear? Do you have a thought? And I said, I think it's a very simple answer. When we're dealing with actual physical Cholav and Vash, Cholav is far more essential than honey. Without Cholav, there would be no humankind. There would be no mammals on this planet. All we would have is the reptiles and the amphibians and the birds, the cracks of the snakes, and it would be a very unpleasant place. Without Vash, we could get along just fine. The biggest problem we would have is, what do we do with that tapuach, the apple, the second night? I think Adelisul with their creativity would find some solution to this problem. So when the Pesach speaks about Shiv Choshel Eretz Yisrael, of course Cholov comes before Dvash. But the Pesach and Shira Shirem deals with Torah. And the Choyk Yankov and others in Simentov Tzadik Dalet say the reason, the, the origin of the Minig to eat Macholi Dvash V'cholov and Shavuos, Yom Kaboros is the Pesach Dvash V'cholov Tachos V'shoyleh. When it's come to you need to put vash before cholov. What is duf shoshol Torah? That is the beauty of Torah. The sheer pleasure of understanding of a Torah Sasveikis. The joy of shashua shol Torah. What is chelbo shol Torah? That's a Gemara in Brochus Amach Gimel. The Gemara gives interpretation of another posse. Ki mitz cholov yoytzi chemo. 
במי אתה מוצא חמו של תוירה? במי שמקי עולה חולו שיורק משדה אימוי. That is the highest degree of אמור, of יגיעס התוירה. So if we really want our children and our Talmudim to find the energy and the koyach, to dedicate their lives to Yagiyas HaTorah, it is only if we let them partake Medusha Shal Torah. And that is why when we deal with Torah, Dvash comes before Cholov. So we need to give them the Dvash. We can't impose on them the Cholov, the Yagiyas. They will need to give that from the depths of their nishamas and souls and hearts. It is our duty to give them dov shoshel toiv. So that's our challenge. Showing them and being role models for simchas toiv and simchas mitzvah and trying to teach toiv in its purity and its beauty. Reish Lukas says in Medesh, and I brought that in the introduction to the very first paper I printed, Minchas Hoshem Bovet Master. Kala moitzi divrei Torah ve'einam arevim al shomehem kekala shehi arev alafnei akosom mutavloi sheloi amoro If you can't teach Torah in its beauty, then don't teach. Let others do the job. So that is our duty. to give our children and our Talmudim the beauty of Torah and teach with Simcha and instill in them Simcha from Torah. The Shoyerim and the Meshoyerim. That is the Tamsis of Avodah Sarabim. That's my bracha to you. You know, do your best to give these children Simcha and Torah and Simcha and Mitzvah and Minas and and the Shus your dedication to Tlamidim, you should all have nachas from your children. There's a famous word of the Chesam Soifa, but nobody knows where it comes from. Chesam Soifa had a talent. His name was Avron Tzvi Orenstein, and he wrote a Soifa, Minchas Avram. Not one of the famous Tlamidim of the Chesam Soifa, not well known. And he brings in his Agdama that once the Chesam Soifa complained to him, I don't have time to look at it Look after my children. I'm so busy with the yeshiva. I'm so busy with the kehillah. I'm so busy writing shivas. And the Chesam Soifer ex- expressed his frustration to his Talmud, the Minchas of Rome. I have a son, Shimon. I don't even know what he's learning. That was the Shimon Soifer, the Rav of Krokom, one of the Gedoliths. And he writes that the Chesam Soifer mentioned his son's name, my son, Shimon. I don't even know what he's learning. And I told my Rebbe, That is what he tells. Pshat na posiket te'elem. Kol hayoyim choyinen umarim v'zaroi l'broch. That this posik refers to those people that give away their days and nights. Kol hayoyim choyinen umal. When a person has choyinen umal for his days, then he has a blessing. V'zaroi l'broch. And a Kodesh Boch who tells him, you care for my children, I will care for your children. And I told that to my Rebbe, and he was so happy, and Shalashudas, he said it in my name to the entire yeshiva. That's what the Minchas of Rohan writes. That's my bracha to you. You dedicate your time and your energies for HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Kindalach, for the children of 
the community. So you should have the bizarre of Brocha and the Kodesh Bokhu should help you and you should have so much nachas, nachas the Kiddusha from your own children.